Good evening, friends. Welcome to another episode of Perfect in Love with John and Kim. I'm John. And I'm Kim. Woo, that was upbeat. Well, sure. here we are. It's Thursday night, technically. Uh, we have five more minutes, so we're going to start this one in Thursday. We'll end it on Friday and look for to see all the listens from all of our friends tomorrow. And that's kind of a first. We've never actually recorded on a Friday. Well, here we are. So, we have been blessed this evening as we've talked about what to talk about. Talked about what to talk about. Um, with quite a few ideas and thoughts. So, hopefully, we can carry some of these unselected losers into future podcasts and they'll be just as good. And hopefully, the Lord will bless. Whatever it is that we land on and happens tonight um, to help who, whichever of you are listening. So here we go. We're not going to talk about cheese. We're not going to talk about cheese. Yeah, one of your ones you felt would be cheesy. I meant to say that's okay. Some cheesy's okay. But what came across in the text was we need cheeses. So you brought us cheese. I did. So there's cheese sitting on your desk. Right now, a knife. Here we are talking about cheese. Yeah. And you said we weren't going to, but anyway. it's a podcast, and here we are. We've got the Pepper Jack and the Colby Jack, and we're munching, munching, munching on the cheese and doing the podcast thing. Here we go. Um, <laughs> well, friends, so some of you may do this as well. Um, part of our studying scripture and staying in the word as we're called to do, we um, like to use the Bible app on our phones, um, not because we don't have a plethora of Bibles that we like to read from, but because it is a very useful application that we can take with us everywhere that not only has the scripture in it, but has lots of different plans and we can participate them together and talk back and forth on them and so and it's a lot easier than you reading a book and then handing it to me or vice versa and it's just easier that we can read it on our own time and respond when we're able to for real yeah you nailed it so um a plan that we're working through right now is a marriage devotion and it's um, at least the first day of it talked about the importance of staying dating uh, each other with Christ at the center, right? Am I summing that up okay yeah. so far? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so what did you think um, we were going to pull out of that for the podcast? Well, I was walking downstairs and um, last summer I made some picture collages and stuff to hang up. Um, I actually made them for our our vow renewal, but then a couple of them ended up in our living room. And one of them was pictures from our honeymoon. And the thought, I know, right? I know some people are like creeped out even hearing the word, but um, it just dawned on me that a lot of the time with our relationship with Christ, like with, with our honeymoon stuff was new and it was, exciting and i feel like when we have a relationship with christ it should be that way all the time 
And so just kind of connecting those dots and going, hey, you know, this was an exciting time in our life and an exciting trip and an exciting thing that we're, we're that we did. And when you have that moment and you're saved or you're baptized or you go through that life changing moment in your in your faith walk, there's a parallel there and um it just reminded me too that like you just said, like to keep dating your spouse because there's always new and exciting things to uncover, I guess. Like it should be that way with your walk with Christ too. There's always something new to gain. There's always something new to learn. Um, so just kind of the two things together made me think about it that way, I guess. Cool. So yeah, I think you hit on a lot of different directions we could go right there. Um, oddly enough, so I just went to a conference this week with um, all of my full-time peers, co-workers, and we were with all the other Christian camps in the state and blessed with a lot of good fellowship and networking and learning. Um, but, you know, with that being full-time ministry, you know, of course, we couldn't get together for three days without also having, um, you know, worship and, and message and, and scripture and learning and all that good jazz, right? Oh, sixth grade musical. Yeah, all that jazz. I remember that one. I had the lead. Anyway, anyway <laughs> um, it made me think of a couple things in there because, you know, um, we had a couple of different speakers we heard from and a prevailing theme that, you know, came through in all the messages was, at least to me, um, you know, just kind of about what that relationship with Christ should look like and how to cultivate it. Um, and to use your words, you know, how to keep it fresh and exciting. Um, although, you know, that means life is exciting and usually exciting is scary, but I know where you're going with that. I get it. Um, and then to, to connect and, and tie in, you know, where we're going with this, with the, the, dating and dating your spouse to keep things exciting. I guess let's start here. So why do you think that for some people anyway, um, that sometimes it doesn't, it, we get to points where it doesn't feel fresh and exciting in our relationship with Christ um, or in our, our marriage, I guess. Yeah. I, I think, the last few weeks and stuff too like we felt that in, in various various ways to where it i should we're not we're not boring we get to the <laughs> point where it feels like it's the same thing over and over again and i think it's the human nature in us that want we want something new and fresh we want it to keep revolving and and you know doing something different um i don't think we and i'm speaking for probably more people than myself, but I don't think we want the same stagnant thing all the time. And I think sometimes that's the trap we fall into is we're just kind of going through the motions a little bit. I'm guilty and I know you are too. And you just have to work past that. And I know like the past few weeks for me, it's been, 
a lot of down in the dumps kind of thing and looking for different ways to restore my faith and and I'm sitting here and I feel like I'm, I need to preach to myself because you know we've had several conversations to where it's like I don't feel <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm progressing at all I don't feel like but it's just the way that you look at it and trying to take it from a different perspective and and that's hard sometimes when you don't see anything but what's right in front of you mm. so I'm going to guess this for one, you know, if 500 people listen to this, at least 480 are going to feel what you just said. Yeah. Um, The other 20 are playing it in the background in the car while they're driving and just missed it. Um, And they've actually felt it too, more than likely. But so here's here's what i think for what it's worth so let's say you get to a spot in your marriage or a friendship another relationship and you get that feeling where you just can't really see where it's going or it's starting to feel a little mundane a little boring you feel like the excitement's left how do you address that how would we address that in our marriage um i think and we talked about this in our devotional a little bit more. I think us actually having the intent, like the time that's very intentional for the two of us. Um, we talked about actually setting phones aside and making that space and being very, very intentional um, and having those intentional conversations. And it just brings out a new part of as life changes, as you change, if you don't stay connected to that person, there may be things like, I remember a couple years ago, we did like one of those silly things on Facebook where it's like, you pick your favorite chip, you pick your favorite pop, like your favorite, mm. whatever. And mm-hmm. you thought my favorite chip was Lay's, like regular Lay's potato chips. And it's actually Doritos. And you commented and you're like, what have you done with my wife? <laughs> and I just remember, you know, like, stuff kind of changes and if you don't stay in tune with the other person things may change and you may not know and I think as a spouse or as somebody that's following Christ like you constantly have to be on your toes and kind of figure out like people change you know Christ never changes but people change Mm -hmm. and so you as a person in following Christ will change too and just have to figure out how to adapt through that and change as as you grow and mature um, towards the next stages in your life. So there were a, a lot of things that I took pictures of on the on the overhead this week or made notes on my phone or whatever, you know, that were like stuck out, were notable to me in the in the messages. Um, and so there were a couple of them that I, I just think that, man, they just really seem to fit right here. And maybe, you know, you know, you mentioned earlier, I feel like I need to preach to myself. From my experience, that's what all the best sermons are. Yeah. Um, and usually why you're the one picked to deliver that particular message. So a couple of things. One, uh, the one speaker talked about how he really had to correct his language um, and, and has gotten really intentional about it. You know, often 
he would pray or he'd hear people pray of, you know, Lord, we, we just invite you into the space right now, or we welcome you here or, and here's the reality that we need to remember. He don't go anywhere. Right. We're the ones that move. Right. We're the ones that move. We're the ones that need the empty seat and the invitations there. It's up to us to sit our butts down in it. And so, you know, that's the first thing to address, I think, when we're in that spot. Fair? Yeah. Guilty. Yeah. 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 The next thing is this. Um, Another thing that he talked about was, you know, often when we're, especially when we're we're in a spot of hurt or, you know, things have, have went bad, which is usually, if not where we the occasion when we find ourselves in that that place of things feeling stagnant, um, it's where we discover that they have long gone stagnant before that. Yeah. You know, as everything's going wrong right now and I just don't, you know. And everything's just kind of domino. Yeah. Um in that space, it's often not that God's not answering us when we're asking for answers or, or looking for them. It's that we have fallen out of tune with his language. And so God's scripture is what teaches us how God speaks to us. That's where we learn the language. So if we're not studying and and practicing, and oftentimes when these things are happening, you'll find that's when you're not doing well on on your devotions, on reading scripture, on, you know, all those things. Um, When we're not doing that, we might still be hearing them, uh, but we might be hearing them wrong, not clearly, you know. Um, he used the example, uh, this, the speaker, uh, his name's Peter. He was born in the U.S., but since he was a young adult, he's lived in Germany and worked in ministry, and his wife's German. You know, if he had never engaged and learned more German than the one-year college German that he had, you know, when his wife would call on the phone, how well do you think he'd understand if she talked in German? Right. Yeah. He would be likely to misunderstand things, not hear things. They wouldn't communicate well. And so, you know, he might bring the wrong thing home from the store or he might get the wrong message on things. Well, it's the same thing with God. If we don't know how he speaks... How are we supposed to hear him when he's speaking to us? The the next thing is that we often um, we often pray for answers, and I think when we do that, we turn. Now we're we're off of what the you know, professional experience ministry person was saying and practice speaker and we're on to John talks. So um, just keep that in mind with what happens next. I think when when we when we pray looking for answers and, and only seeking answers, and that's our form of communication with God in prayer, we turn a relationship with God, which is what he seeks and desires from us and what we need, we turn it into a transaction and into a contract. Which unfortunately is what 
sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a great point. Yeah. And and that's where I think you'll find a lot of marriages go really fast <laughs> right like, yeah. um and it, it's not intended to be that right. um you know prayer uh, and he did say this in their prayer um you know the the ends to prayer the means to prayer is to converse with god to have a conversation with god not to find answers god wants us to talk to him he wants us to speak to him. He desires that. And it's the same thing. You know, the more that we talk and that we find deeper levels in conversations, the better everything else is. That's fair. And I didn't know if you wanted me to input right there or not. I was hoping okay. if, if you had something. I was at least allowing pause. Okay. So I, I didn't take over because I, I feel myself climbing on that you know, preacher podium right now, uh, stepping on soapboxes. And, you know, You're not a pastor. I'm not a pastor. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think this. What's our most important relationship supposed to be? Our one with Christ. Right. That should be the, the biggest and most important, the, the relationship with our creator, Right. Um, so what is our second most important relationship in your eyes? Me and you. Okay. So if I spent more time cultivating a relationship or friendship with another friend, whether male or female, you know, say I spent two, three hours a day talking to that person and I only had time to, you know, say hello, good night, good morning to you, five, ten minutes a day, how would that go for us? It would not it would... be anything good. <laughs> it would not be okay. Right. So, But it, it wouldn't be okay if I at least, what if I gave you an hour right before bed when I'm kind of falling asleep and stuff? No. No, 10 minutes in the morning. Um, I, I mean, we talk basically throughout the day, like even if we're not around each other. Right. And I think we thrive with that. Like, and that's the same thing we have to do in our prayer life and, you know, in our walk in general, like talking to each other throughout the day and communicating, should, it should be the same with, with God too. Like, well, and yeah, you, you, you jumped right to where that was going, right? You know, our our second most important relationship, we wouldn't stand, or at least I'd say our first, our most important earthly relationship, we wouldn't stand for anything else to get in the way. Right. We would not allow that. Right. But when it comes to faith and when it comes to building that relationship, you know, we often, even if we were going to give a full hour, which I'm going to say I don't every day, I don't think any of you do every day. Even if we gave a full hour, how often is it our best hour? Sometimes it's not, because sometimes it's the last thing we think about, unfortunately. Yeah, almost never. Yeah. You know, how often do we take that same approach like 
you and I do with our relationship where, yeah, it's, you know, on, on the, on the average day or the, or the good days, it's, it is right before bed. It is, you know, good morning in the morning. It is filling in all the cracks in between breaks of work and skating and everything else that's going on. It's, Ooh, this came up. I'm going to text him about it or, Oh, Hey, this is going on. I better call John quick or, or whatever. How often do we go to God that way on our drive going, man, this is, you know, this is really something I don't understand. God, tell me about this. What am I missing that I don't understand this? Wow. That sunset's beautiful. God, thank you so much for allowing me to see that. You know, if there's any way for me to see that more like you do, help me, help me to do that. You know, I, I have days like that. I have days where I'm on, but I got to tell you, they're less often than, than what they're not. Um, the speaker quoted, um, Oswald Chambers, who I don't remember who that is, honestly, but the quote, I love it. Um, there's only one relationship that matters, and that is your personal relationship to a personal Redeemer and Lord. Let everything else go, but maintain that at all costs, and God will fulfill his purpose through your life. This includes meeting the needs of your heart. One individual life may be of priceless value to God's purposes, and yours may be that life. Which, you know, fortunately for most of us, we're likely not going to be faced with the choice of letting everything else go. Mm -hmm. We're not going to, God's not going to make us decide to forfeit every other relationship in our life. But even if he did, why would we say no to that? I've had about 10 different ones. I've looked one up every time we've uh, changed the game plan. (laughs) Um, Well, I had I had three or four different ideas while I was waiting for you to come upstairs just so we'd have a plan because I knew it was late and I knew we had to do this tonight. But Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5 Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Um, I think in terms of, you know, what we talked about with keeping it fresh in a marriage, that's part of our call is to build each other up. But I think it's also about building each other up and having that comfortableness to hold each other accountable too. you know, when we're down in the dumps and things are falling down, the easy thing to do would be to just say, yeah, you're right, that sucks, and this is bad, and I'm on board, and you know what? We're just not going to deal with that anymore. But that's not the right thing to do. The right thing is to help steer each other back towards Christ and who we're called to be and what we're supposed to be. So First Peter 3, Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. And... That's why that's how we're supposed to cultivate our relationship with Christ. It's supposed to be a relationship. We're supposed to converse with him and have those conversations. And that's what prayer is about. Yes, we can ask the Lord. We can go to him with things. 
we can ask him for answers, but that's not supposed to be the means and purpose of us conversing with him. So what is your favorite kind of potato dip? <laughs> God bless you. Uh, first off, too, I don't remember it the same way you remember it. I do remember being surprised that it was Doritos. I don't even think I had an answer. If I did say regular Lay's, I probably was like, I don't know regular Lay's. I guess I don't know the regular potato chip or the, the favorite potato chip, favorite chip, salty snack, whatever. Munchos. I do like munchos a lot, but I don't know. It just depends on the mood. I don't know that I have a like favorite lately. I like that. Lately, I like like pistachios or oh, yeah, cashews or you know, that's salt and vinegar though. Dill pickle chips now and again, maybe a good barbecue chip, something dippable, good tortilla chip, wavy ruffles, wavy ruffles. Those because they dip good. Mm-hmm. If I'm not gonna have dip, I have no need for the ruffle. Yeah, ruffles. Just silly without dip. You know, we ended one podcast or one episode talking about ice cream. Now we're I want ice cream. <laughs> I want some ice cream. I am ready. I'm ready for our friends at the uh, Cornerstone Antique Store to open back up. I need some ice cream. Mm-hmm. Some good ice cream. Chris said you could have some for your birthday. She didn't. She said... I'd have to wait until oh, April okay. for my Guernsey's ice cream. Okay. My birthday's in February, Chris. <laughs> it's two months late. It's closer to the next one. It's just wrong. Oh, my goodness. Oof. We've went off the rails, folks. It's another podcast train crash. Um, Let's pray. Father, thank you for always being in our presence. Thank you for being there. Thank you for all that you bless us with and the answers you do provide to us. Lord, when we're being the children, we're coming to you like children, like you desire and you want us to be that relationship. I know you just smile going, hey, he's talking to me. He wants to talk to me just like a a parent or grandparent or aunt and uncle or cousin. Whoever gets excited when a baby or a child wants to converse directly with them. I know you feel that way about us when we come to you. So thank you for always being there when we do try. Lord, help us to be more like that. Because as we do that and we study your word, Lord, I know we'll hear you better and better and better. And life will always be hard. There's always just going to be crap in this world, this broken, sinful, fallen world. You sent us the spirit. You sent your son to give us hope for all of eternity. And you created us in your image so that we could seek to be like you, Lord, and to be in your company. We thank you for that. Lord, we love you. We ask that everyone listening knows you and makes that important step to build that only relationship that matters, Lord. Help us, Lord, to just 
make heaven a little bit bigger. Help us to help anybody, just one person, find you, Lord. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Well, friends, if you made it through that, thank you. I hope it made your day a little better. Your cat wanted to say hi. Oh, good old podcast. I heard her. I don't know if anyone else did. I, I can't tell if she comes through on the on the headphones ever, but if y'all heard her, that's Princess. That's the podcat. She loves you too, just like we do. And uh, I think what she was trying to say was good night. So I think we will too. Good night. Good night. <laughs>